I'm Molly. And you're listening to Stupid, Stupid Genius. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Christmas is done. Mad. We survived. We survived it. Did you survive <laughs> geniuses? Hopefully. Hopefully you're all still with us. How and... was your Christmas? Are we asking the listeners? Are you asking me? You. Well, they can't <laughs> answer. How was your Christmas? We're just silent. They're like, yeah, like talking back. And we're like, cool. Do you know what? I had a lovely time. You know, of course, there are always going to be like things that make it tricky and you know you're dealing with a lot of family members and all that jazz so yeah it was Christmas but it was wonderful and I saw all the family like I love you know, well you know I love being an auntie I love spending time with my nieces and nephews so yes um just seeing them and I think once as like kids in the family you see Christmas through their eyes again which is like super lovely that's sweet, you know I mean? actually you need yeah. to be around me around Christmas because I'm basically you're your... basically a massive overgrown child. <laughs> yeah, it's basically. just elf. Yeah. in Emily's shoes. That's it. I wear like red tights. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I think like the older I've got, like, well, since being sober, obviously my Christmases are very different. Yeah, it's less about just getting pissed and more about spending time with people. So that's nice. But that's how nice. was your Christmas? I I've told you this every year. I get super anxious. <laughs> I've told you this. I've told you this. I'm not so saying why? We've got podcasts. We have to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the listeners know if, if, if you're an OG, if you're an OG fan, <laughs> you've been with <laughs> us from the start, my family can be a bit chaotic and, um, you know, like you said, Christmas is involved around drinking and getting as, as merry as possible. And that's just not my family. It leads to not merriness. It leads to the yeah. opposite. Um, but every year I go into it like really anxious and, and because I've set up these like healthy, boundaries in a way that I can go and do my stuff and visit my mum in a way that I feel really comfortable I mean as comfortable as you can get in the circumstances I end up enjoying it I end up really enjoying it and every year it's like oh that was a big relief yeah um so yeah, yeah. Like the actual reality is never as bad as the expectation sort of thing no exactly like I build this up and I sort of like have to Ooh, come on, come on, come on. There's literally, Ooh. no, I don't think you realize, in the car I'm there going, okay. Oh no, believe me, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know from pre- Yeah, that's yeah. true, that's true. <laughs> I'm talking to you, it's fine. Um, so yeah, I think it was lovely to see my mum. I love spending time with her. I wish I had more time with her. Um, and Vin's family. Vin's family are just incredible. Yeah, they sound uh, amazing. Got to meet uh, Vin's sister's cat. And, and Did it Vin's meet sister's Monty? boyfriend. No. no, not yet, because Monty's... I don't want to shock Monty into... No, I know you mean, like, here's a new house, here's a new, new car, cat. here's another new house, oh, yeah. and here's a new cat, I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, You've yeah. got to take it slowly, haven't you? Exactly. Um, and Monty did really well, and I got to spend Christmas with Monty and Ben, oh, waking oh, up with them too. Because oh, I didn't get yeah. to spend Christmas with the cat. It was so cute. There we go. I sh- like, if cats liked wearing stuff, I'd make him a little crochet. <laughs> Some of them do. He definitely doesn't. No, I don't think ours would have it. There's a woman on Instagram who I love. Um, she's like this American lady. I can't even remember her handle, but she um, like carries her cat around in a baby sling and she does all these like real tutorials like how to put your cat in a baby I've sling. I've seen them. I think no fucking way. Oh, she's so funny. I love her. I want to be that cat mum that's walking my cat. Yeah. Hiking. Yeah, yeah, in a rucksack. Yeah, how cool. Yeah, that would be But cool. it just will never be me. Do you have any stupids? Obviously, it's been like a non-work time. So do you have a stupid oh, for I, us? I do, I do. Oh. And it's annoyingly work-related. I guess a, a genius that I haven't shared with you guys is I managed to submit an application to a postdoc opportunity. <gasps> Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! 
I mean, if you follow the Instagram, you've seen it. It was it was nerve wracking, and I feel sick, and I I feel actually sick talking about this <laughs> because like, mate, I could I could get rejected. You could, but you are so perfect for that role. So if you do get rejected, then it is certainly their loss. Well, yeah, because the essential criteria is to have a PhD, and I'm well, currently. <laughs> I'm currently, maybe that was a stupid, applying to something where the central criteria is like, I don't have that. No, the top, the top essential criteria. Yeah. You did get guidance on that though, didn't you, from the lead? Well, yes. See, that's the thing. I'm like, because I'm due to submit really soon um, in Feb. And I <laughs> called her, I like emailed her to say, which was actually your advice, um, to just have a quick call. And I did. And I said, oh, well, like, you know, I kind of want this call because I'm I'm submitting in Feb. That's my deadline, but I don't have a PhD. So, if there's any other opportunities, because I think this is like perfect and it sounds like an amazing project, um, could you consider me or like you know or let me know or I can can I help in any way sort of thing? Um, she she basically said apply, um, and it was really positive. So, so I was like, exciting. So I was like, okay, honestly, listens like if you. Don't be afraid to do that. Like, if you see an opportunity that you're interested in, and it always says at the bottom, doesn't it? Like, for more information, email so-and-so. Do it. Do it. Ask for a chat, because I did that before I got my job. A few months before, I had a chat with, like, who would be the decision-maker and sort of said, look, this is who I am. I want you to be aware of me. I'm looking for a role. Mm. Because, you know, putting a face to an application, I think, and, like, no, like people say, don't they, especially in research and academia, like, working with a known entity is preferable because then they know your working practices, yeah. that you're like reasonable, nice, whatever. Yeah, so they get a sense of who you are and what you've done. And also I got to know more about the project because not, not, there's not much on the project because it's not it's not formed yet really. Yeah, like, which obviously is going to help you apply, isn't it? Exactly, there's ideas and there's going on. But then I was like, oh, okay, no, this is something I actually, because before I was like, mm, you know, it was, only, it was only two days a week, 12 hours a week. Um, and I was like, oh, do I, do I really want that? And then when I, had the call and I was like, this is a project that I would love to be on. Um, so I'm going to, it actually kicked me up the bum to apply. Anyway. Oh God, I hope you get it. I know, it. I know. I, it, You'll like, have to let us all know. Yeah. It, you know, and if, if it doesn't, then I've obviously announced it to everyone. I have to say that I failed and that's okay. And that's okay. And do you know what? It was like with the lead up to the Viva, that's how I felt. But in the end, I just decided to tell people because I thought, well, at the end of the day, I'm going to share it if it's bad anyway. Yeah. You know, because you do. And it's important that we recognise our failures, isn't it? Exactly. As much as we celebrate our wins, we yeah. have to acknowledge when well, we Well, we failed. literally went to a talk that was like, failing's normal. Like, oh, you're going to fail. Oh, that was good. We're going to do a whole podcast yeah, episode. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, anyway, yeah. So I applied and I just can't stop checking my emails. I know You it's didn't Christmas. check them over Christmas. Okay, not like Christmas Day, but every night I went to bed, I was like, just a quick no. check. No. Just in case. Who, who's going to send you that? It? They're not going to send it to you over Christmas. <laughs> but I just, I just want to, I just want to know. I'm so like itching because. You know what you could have done in hindsight is, you know, that last week of um, before shutdown. So like, I don't know, the Tuesday or Wednesday or yeah. something. You could have actually emailed them and said, oh, would you be able to give me an indication of when I might know? Just so you could have put your mind at rest. Obviously, yeah. we can't do that now. Hindsight's a it is. It is a little bit, but for future, I suppose. Because yeah, that's that's tough. And do you know what? I'd have been the same. I yeah. would have been the same. Every time I hear like, um, and this was before I fully switched off as well. Um, every time I heard a bring, I was like, I ran to my laptop, like it's it. And then it was like a mess email from you or email from like. It wasn't an email from me, babe. Yeah. I wasn't on my email. No, this is before we went. This is before we went <laughs> right. off. Um, or like, yeah, some random like spam mail, like from Sage oh. or Journal whatever well that is a bit stupid yeah what's your stupid um 
I get, my stupid is not work related because that'll no, lead on to my that's genius. Good, yeah, yeah. I, I really did not engage yeah. in any work over Christmas. Um, my stupid, I mean, it's the same every year, packing too much. In a way, I love to do it because everything I do, I love. But, you know, me yeah. and Lloyd cover a hell of a lot of miles over Christmas. My family are all in the lakes. His are all in Somerset. You're talking like, what, 300 miles between those two places. So we went hours, Somerset, hours, lakes, back to hours for New Year. You look so sad. I was in we're coming nails, back to I'm hours sorry. for New Year. <laughs> what? Holly's got her nails done for this one. <laughs> She looks so sassy. You were like flicking them about. Oh my God, I do. I have like, and then do you know what is different as well? That almond shape. I always have squoval. Whenever yeah. I get my squoval? nails done. Squoval. <clears throat> Babe, squoval is a thing. I've never even Squoval is a nail shape. Oh, squoval wow. is when they're like square, but then the edges are rounded. Whereas these are almond and they're, fr- and they're, they're French tips, which is very not me. Very not you. But I went to like a classy wedding. <laughs> so I got these nails and now I'm like, Literally darling. Literally flicking them about. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but yeah, so we did a lot. And then, yeah, I mean, classic. it's been incredible. It has been, in, it has been really cool. But yeah, just doing a lot. Is it a rest? Do you feel restful? Uh... <laughs> oh, let's move on. What's your genius? <laughs> um, well, my genius, I sort of alluded to it already, to be honest. I haven't touched work. I actually haven't touched work. Yeah? I did all the things that we said in our previous episode. Guys, if you didn't listen to it tough <laughs> if you did then hopefully it helped but I I actioned those things I did all the things that, yeah. that we said I cleared down my you know I have that again if you're an OG listener I've talked about it months ago that monthly to-do list that I have and you always find it ridiculous but it is so ridiculous my monthly to-do list I've cleared it I've actually cleared no it way. down I've em- I emptied my email box I've ticked off all the little niggly annoying things yeah. like for example I've been meaning to send I- I'm doing this like research workshop thing in Edinburgh Napier in April. I've been meaning to send my title abstract and bio for like a month. And yeah. I just keep pushing it back. Did all that. And Amazing. so I, I could, I could just sign off. The marking sorted until the new to, until I'm going to do that in January. Yeah. All, my, all my marking. Um, so yeah, it was good. It That's was good in that sense. What's your genius been? Um, yeah, besides checking my emails. Well, is that not you stupid? <laughs> I've, Done the same as you. So managed oh. To <laughs> oh, well done. Pause okay. dramatic effect. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Okay. So um, you have had a proper, like, done no PhD work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Done no PhD work. Had a really good time around Christmas. Went on some lovely walks. Oh, um, nice. Just really, really lovely, wholesome stuff. Made some good eggnog, you know. Ugh. No, no. No. Try, no. No. You should try our no. eggnog. Because we don't, it was vegan. So well, I don't like, drink, do I either, to be fair? No, but we don't, do we, uh, we don't actually put... What, it's vegan and alcohol-free? Mate, that's not eggnog. Cream. We're drinking cream. <laughs> She's just having ice cream. Cinnamon cream. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that does sound quite good, actually. It, exactly. I'll make it for you. Don't you worry. Should we get onto our ramble? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's talk about consumerism. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about consumerism because... Before, no, we should have done this before Christmas. Now everyone's going to just be like... Yeah, feel, feel bad about yeah, themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know what, though? There's changes you can make for next year because I think we all know, don't we, that like consumerism is very much linked to Christmas and, you know, it can be quite problematic. But before we get on to any of that sort of juicy stuff... I'm going to give you a bit of a history lesson. 
Okay. Come on. Oh, just... What? I love history. Actually, the older I get, the more I love history. I hated history in school. Well, you're about to love it. (laughs) I was about to say, changed my mind. You're about to love it. Okay. So. Oh, here we go. Stop it. I'm 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 actually excited because this is something I'm really (laughs) interested in. Okay, when do you think, Emily... Oh, God. Did Christmas become about consumerism and consumption? When? Yeah, like give me a ballpark, like a century. The 1300s. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know anything about history, so you do realise. Well. Yeah? Am I right? Not quite that early, actually. So before the 19th century, so you're talking 1800s, yeah? I was going to say 1800s. Were you? Were you really? And And then you went 500 years earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like on Popmaster when you were one year out, baby. You went 500 years in. Um, But yeah, up until sort of the 19th century. I'm going to see that. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Up until the 19th century, um, Christmas was still very much strongly tied to like its pagan roots, very much about like winter solstice, and really there wasn't any ties between like consumerism and Christmas. But what country do you think was the big driver? America. America? Ding! Yes. Yeah, perfect. Um, I was say Americana. She feels so <laughs> good. Americana. <laughs> I used to love that song. Um, but yeah, so as the as like America started to industrialize, they're suddenly this global economic leader. Christmas starts being transformed into this holiday that is all focused on consumerism. And uh, who do you think was the key figure in this? Wasn't it like Chris Kringle? No, what's his name? Um... What's his name that went round? You and might gave... be overthinking it. No, but wh- where's that? You're story talking about Saint Nick. Well, yeah, where did Saint Nick come from? Yeah, well, Saint Nick is the paint is the saint that Santa Claus is based on. Okay, but so you, surely you, that started ages ago. Yeah, but it wasn't about the holiday. wasn't about gift giving. It was okay. about being with family and that sort of thing. Like it, what gift giving wasn't a big part of it. Okay, until the person the name I was looking for was Santa Claus. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Santa Claus. Who's Chris Kringle? <laughs> oh, it's just another way for another word for Santa Claus. Isn't that you know the film Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street? It's <laughs> amazing. No. Or Forty Three Thirty Fourth Street. You know about the guy that says he's Christmas uh, Father Christmas? Isn't he called Chris Kringle? Yeah, maybe. I fucking used to love that film. Oh God. Anywho. Sorry. <laughs> so, um, basically, there was this poet called Clement, which I think is a great name. Especially Love when you're that. talking about Christmas. Yeah, Clement. Clement. Sounds a bit citrusy, though. A bit well, summery. Clementine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clement Clark Moore, he popularised... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a name. Say that three times. Clement Clark Moore. Clement Clark Moore. Clement Clark Moore. And he will appear. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he, um, he popularised the image of Santa Claus, basically, in his poem... A Visit from St. Nicholas in 1822. Now, here's a little test for you, Emily. Okay. This is a very famous poem, right? Yeah. Do you know the first lines of the poem? No. I don't even know there was a poem. Do you know what? I actually am being mean here because from reading the title of the poem, I did not know it. But the second I read it, I was like, oh my God, it's that poem. Oh, okay. Can you think of any really famous Christmas poems? Um... Uh... Jingle bells, jingle what? bells. Since when was that a poem? Do you want me to give you the first word? Yeah, go on. Twas. Twas the night on Christmas Day. <laughs> <laughs> here we go, here it is. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. So he wrote that poem. That's really cute. Yeah, and is that, that poem... The whole poem? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it'd be quite as famous if that was the whole I was poem. like, oh, sure, then I remember. <laughs> but basically in that poem, like a key feature is Father Christmas, Santa Claus, 
bringing presents, right? So essentially, we've got this guy. We've got Mr. Clement. Mr. Clement Moore. This guy. For our love of Santa, he basically presented him as this chubby gift giver um, that is traveling around the sky being pulled by Rudolph. That comes from that poem. So as this poem gained popularity, parents started to actually play the role of Santa Claus. Like it wasn't a thing before then. So initially it was just like... Warning if uh, you're listening around kids, just... Oh, fuck, yeah, maybe we should put that at the beginning. (laughs) Warning! Maybe don't listen to us. If they listened to our last episode, though, we ruined it as well. Yeah, that's oh, well. true. Sounds, guys. Um, but yeah, so initially, like, obviously, the gifts were quite simple. Like, I'm imagining they probably were given things like, you know, I don't bread, know, tangerines, and nuts or something. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> tangerines. I get that in my. I used to get that in my stocking every year. For yeah, but month. do you think tangerines were like shipped globally at that point? Well, they had oranges. Yeah, but in the UK. I don't know. No, it's maybe not, not. That's true. But maybe, maybe apples. Then <laughs> another <laughs> history lesson for another time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as you can imagine, like the business people quickly recognise like the commercial potential of Christmas. So an entrepreneur, um, a guy called Frank Woolworth. Oh my god, I wonder if he was Woolworth. Woolworth. Is it like Woolworths? Oh my god, it's the right era. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> so he actually began his career selling Christmas ornaments, and he really saw the opportunity to like sell yeah. Christmas. You know, Christmas suddenly became this huge marketing extravaganza. So using things like Christmas trees, ornaments, things like that to bring people in. Um, and then since then, since even like post-war, Christmas is firmly established as a consumerism yeah. holiday essentially so there you go that's a little history lesson yeah i actually enjoyed that good well there's some more so here we go current trends i want to tell you where we're at with this right because i think it's fair to say that um we maybe have lost a grip on this a little bit as a society yes yeah um in the uk at the moment right a typical household how much do you reckon um people spend more in december on christmas stuff in terms of, of like percentage. percentage. Probably like 70%. 29%. Oh. <laughs> but, no, no, but think, that's, in terms of like an average income, an extra £750 a month. You're talking <gasps> an extra month's rent. Oh, shit, yeah, I didn't even work out. Do you know what I mean? If you think so of it like that, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a huge amount of money. Um, the average person in the UK spends £602 on Christmas presents. Yeah, which is wild. a lot of money. I would say that's the same. It is a lot of money, yeah. And um, it's actually an increase of 40% from 2022, which I find pretty crazy. That is crazy. Do you think it's like a post-COVID thing? I don't know. It seems I do like a think big, so. big jump. Um, and then according to research by um, Finder, they found that 23 million Brits, so that's 43%, do you- use credit cards to cover Christmas spending. <sighs> Which in itself is pretty scary. Or save throughout the year to cover. Or say, well, I mean, that's like a, a, a safer option, isn't yeah. it? I don't think people do do that. I no. think people put it on the credit cards. Do Out you think that the... the things increase, like the money increased by, like for a year, you know, like the, we're spending so much more on Christmas now. Do you, I, I don't know whether this is a valid question, but do you think it's because items are cheap and we've got those sale items, which they're just like, they're not. And people are buying more little stuff that add up to big amounts. No, I really, yeah, we'd have to look into it, wouldn't we? Because I mean, yeah, we know like the thing with Black Friday, the products aren't actually cheaper because they hike the prices up before Black Friday, so then they slash them. Yeah, and it looks cheaper. Looks cheaper. So maybe or the the like trend of influencers and this like 
like, I don't know, view of social media and everyone has this amazing house and things and that's what the yeah. success of people want more and stuff maybe like e-commerce as well because how easy is it you know when you're in your house you can literally shop online for 24 hours a day have it shipped to your house yeah you know more you can just buy so and you're like easily. oh my god i didn't oh actually that's a really good present i'll get it i'll just that's add a really that good, on yeah i'll just add that on yeah it is mental though sorry out of all the generations though which do you think is the one that uses the most like spends on their credit card the most for christmas I think it's middle-aged people. What would that be? Um, Boomers or Gen X? Is it? Ooh, good question. It's like... Gen X is like... I'd say 40, 40 to 55, I think. Yeah, I'd say 40 to 55. Yeah, Gen X. Do you know what? Go on. Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z? Yeah. On Three and five, 61% of Gen Z. Gen Z, come on. That's mad. I was shocked by that. Yeah. I was really shocked by that. Just because I know how mad Vin's mum goes around. What? On the old Christmas. credit cards. Yeah. yeah. We tried to do this thing around this year to um, minimise our spending, which was almost like a secret centre, but we knew who we got. So we only spent £50 on... I got his sister, so I spent £50 on her and no one else. Yeah. Obviously, I got Vin like some presents because that's... 50's a lot. Me and my family have been doing secret Santa. We did it for about eight years and we, we capped it at 30. But I suppose 50... Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. 50 seems like a lot, but I suppose yeah, but if you're not buying for... I mean, I would spend triple that on like everyone else because again, I'd be like, oh, but I want to get them that. True. So and we, if the like, average is 600 and you're only spending... Literally. Yeah. And then I had my, my family to buy for. So like that way we, we were like, okay, cool. And then this mum won't have to go and buy a load of stuff and... You know, you can do the Christmas Eve boxes, but did she go? <laughs> did See, she that's go? another thing though. I'd like buy Christ- everyone else. Christmas <laughs> Eve boxes. Like this is a, quite a new thing. Again, this is American. from America. Yeah. That is basically like doubling the consumerism because yeah. now we're not just buying presents for Christmas Day, we're buying them for Christmas Eve. Yeah. I think it's a bit nuts. It's not Anyway, carry else. on, carry on. No, no, well, to be honest, I think we're sort of up to scratch in terms of like what the, you know, the history of the consumerism is and how it's currently looking and things like that. Um, now, this isn't to say don't buy stuff at Christmas, right? We all love giving gifts. Yeah. Like, of course we do. And I think I love buying presents. It brings me so much joy Same. to buy presents. So we're not saying like, oh, you can't have a fun Christmas and buy things. But it's just thinking about, you know, the impact, which we'll come on to a little bit more. But before we do that, Em, mm-hmm. have you got any sort of like, well, any little stories about gift giving or what? how do you think about giving gifts at Christmas? I I love it. Like, you summed it up. I think there's such a fun and enjoyable thing to find out what that person wants um, and then get it for them and then give it to them. And, and they just, you know, they're, like, either surprised or happy. It just feels really good to, to be able to, like, give someone something. So I really... I really enjoy giving gifts and I enjoy receiving them, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it's something that I've been wanting and I get it, I'm like, oh my God, yes. And and actually when I think back at the the most like enjoyable gifts are the ones that I've actually like wanted and someone's got me what I want rather yeah. than going, my mum does this all the time. She asked me what, she, now she's, now she's learned. <laughs> she, she's learned. <laughs> yeah, I've taught her. Yeah, but she would go and buy me um, stuff not on my list and, it, and I'd still have joy in them. And I'd still be like, oh my God, this is lovely. But it'd, it'd be like, this is nothing that I need. I, yeah. I, like, I, I like really would value a, a 
stir and spoon for cooking like know, right yeah, over than these like trousers surprises are lovely aren't they when it's yeah. someone that really knows you very well yeah. maybe they've been li- maybe they live really close by to you so they've been picking up on things you've been saying yeah. or yeah exactly but because me and my mum like we have we've lived um five hour distance since I was like 19 yeah so so there are that like she doesn't know me as well as she did when I was a child so the earlier stages I was just like oh my like they were always amazing because she's got really good taste to be honest yeah but it was like ah I I asked for this specific thing and actually like (laughs) I know you want to surprise me and give me a surprise and not give something that's like boring but actually like it's something that I would really like so I think learning that way and and then also applying that to other people um has really helped I don't really have any stories of gift gifts do you know what I think I'm a really good gift giver I've got one I I actually meant to share on the last week's Christmas episode because remember you shared a story about how you had like a really awkward moment when Vin's family gave you a present. Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't share my relevant story with you at that moment because me and Lloyd had the most awkward gift-giving moment I've ever had in my entire life and I don't think a lot of people will be able to beat this. It was so awkward. Oh, is it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Is it... Because usually me and Vin do the gifts upstairs. <laughs> we do it away from the family. Oh, no, it's nothing like that. Okay. But that would be funny. No, right. So Lloyd's nan is a bit of a character, right? Okay. To say the least. Yeah. She's a character. She's formidable. She's a formidable woman, right? But she, she's just, I can't even explain it. With I need a whole podcast episode. Anyway, last Christmas, we actually nipped around to see her at her farmhouse. Mm. And Lloyd doesn't normally do that. No, yeah, it was last year. And so, and we took her a couple of gifts, right? Which again, he doesn't usually exchange gifts with her. Um, but I was like, no, come on, we're going to see her. Like you're buying your other grandparents gifts. Like let's get her a nice gift. So we got her something nice. Anyway, we got there and we gave her this present and you could tell she didn't have Lloyd anything. Like she hadn't got Lloyd anything. Oh. And she was really awkward, right? And instead of just being like, oh, I'm really sorry. I don't have you a yeah. present. Oh my God, Emily. She said, oh, oh yes, I've been meaning to see you too because I've got you something. Um, uh, And then she looked around the kitchen and picked up a carrier bag. It was like a carrier bag. like You know this type you get from the market, like not a branded one, a carrier bag? Yeah. And she went, here you go. I haven't got round to wrapping it yet. Yeah. It was her groceries. (laughs) It was a punnet of grapes, a couple of bread rolls, some butter. Like it was her actual groceries. It was the most awkward gift-giving experience of my Did entire life. Did you just life. go, no, like, you can keep this? No, no, she was insistent that she'd bought it and she'd chosen it <laughs> yeah, for got it. us. You go, you go, like, thank you so much. We're exactly like, what we wanted. Yeah, we were like, wow. <laughs> I love grapes. <laughs> and it was like a cup of art. Honestly, it was just so bad. That's hilarious. You've reminded me of some, uh, like, re-gifting stories. Is oh, that- go on. <laughs> well, one one's, like, really quite hilarious. But other one is just Vin's... Gran, um, gr- a grandma, like just re gifts all the time. And it's just a known fact that she's re gifting with my, like, <laughs> she'll get, she'll win stuff in the raffle at her, like, at their, um, like the church or something. Yeah, 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 whatever. The, the women's institute. <laughs> and then whenever, like, I get a gift, it's like always something like that. Or, like, Vin got for his birthday, um, like, toilet seat covers. No! <laughs> what? Like, this little disposable one. Yeah. And a, po- a, like, a waterproof poncho, which actually has come into handy. Like, they, they are really good with their gifts, and then they whack in, like, some random Real, stuff. like, curveballs. Yeah. It's, like, always a really lovely gift. 
And then some random thing that they've just clearly won or like picked up and they're like, yeah, go on, shove that in. It's, it's always so amusing. But the, the main re-gifting one is um, I gifted my mum some bath bombs and my mum's known for, oh, bless her, I've really ripping her this episode. She's known for, if something's lovely wrapped or they look good, she won't use it until it's like... Oh, yeah, my mum's exact it's like same. Yeah, literally. I'm like, mum, I bought it for you to use. Like, it looked... Like, yes, it's wrapped nice. So now I actually don't wrap stuff nicely. <laughs> I just yeah. think, I need, I want us to use just it. put it in tinfoil. Yeah, so I bought these bath bombs years ago. Like, year, like, oh, we're think, I'm thinking 10 years ago. And I remember buying these because I remember they had flowers in them. Anyway, um, I went to Christmas and I had bought my sister a present. And she, and she obviously looked panicked. She was like, oh, oh, um, oh, thank you. Oh, shit, because she hadn't got you. And then she ran upstairs and there was like something. And then she came downstairs with these, this thing and I unwrapped it. And I was like, oh, thanks. He's I like, bought mum that last he's year. He's like, no, like 10 years ago, these like kind of oh. disintegrated <laughs> bath bombs. And I was like, all right, nice, thanks. Like they're literally going to erode your skin yeah, yeah, if you yeah. put them on you. They've yeah. been there so long. And so I like left them obviously in my mum's bathroom I was like mum it's alright like, I've got loads and I, I can't be asked to take them home so you keep them knowing full well that like they were yours anyway so fucking use them <laughs> um, so then yeah so I give them back to my mum and um, behold this birthday <laughs> again no way again I opened this package that my mum sent me and I'm like oh bath bombs bastard in bath bombs those bath bombs and to be fair I got gifted them two years ago Christmas, two, two, three, three years ago. Three years ago, I got gifted them. So they're, so they're even more just like disgusting. Oh, someone just needs to throw the I'm bath throwing bombs them. away. I'm throwing them. Just or end it right now. I just think I might like return them and see if they return back to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's so Give funny. Finn like finds it hilarious. Finn's oh like, that is hilarious. And I, I yeah. Maybe <laughs> like, it's just meant to be him, but they're meant to be with you. I think so. Maybe, Maybe there's a secret message yeah. inside. Or they were like paired with some like nice and newer bath bombs. But it was like, you're giving me bath bombs. She was like, ah, whack these in. <laughs> <laughs> they look like mouldy. Yeah, just throw them all in. Oh, well, that actually reminds me. But mine's more tragic of a, of a re-gifting story. But I was like 13. And I remember like, obviously I used to work on a Saturday when I was 13. So you probably used to get about 40 quid a week. Because I used nice. to work like a full nine, ten hour shift just make get four four pounds an hour. And um and I remember I bought my dad um this like I mean now I think about it, yes, it's a shit present. But I was like thirteen. Oh, so it's like lovely. Yeah, so I'd got him this like glass car that was full of whiskey. That's cool. It, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't think he likes whiskey. Like, I know that now as an adult. But as a kid, you don't know that, do you? You just like, think... Well, you get, like, pinned as, like, men. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Women, bubbles. <laughs> yeah. So I'd gotten this thing. And then um, I can't remember if it was the next year or even the same year. Yeah. Because, like, I'd maybe seen my dad. And then we went to visit my nanny and grandy, who were his parents. And I was watching my grandy open... And my grandy's birthday is around Christmas opening his birthday present and it was the car Aww. full of whiskey and I remember being so gutted and like embarrassed I don't even think I said anything even though I was sat there thinking I bought you that dad like <laughs> spent my hard-earned Saturday money on, on that. that yeah and you just he just did not think bastard. oh my god bastard. I know I know I know um we're going off on a tangent we are going off on a tangent and do you know what I'm going to bring it back because okay 
you know, now we've had some laughs, as Emily would say. Laughs, yeah. I'm bringing not, it back not, down. Not, I'm not Stacey Summer. <laughs> you do not. some laughs. Laughs. <laughs> laugh. I laughed a lot. It's been so funny. Giggle. Yeah, um, we're bringing it back down to earth. Okay. I'm sorry. I've got some hard-hitting, hard-hitting information for you. Because, you know, at the end of the day, like, all the gift buying and, and not even just the gift buying, just generally the Christmas, the Christmas thing, it does have a huge impact, right? So... In terms of even just the plastic packaging, right, that we throw away every year, um, can you guess? Okay, here's another one for you, Em. How many miles of wrapping paper oh, do you think we use in the UK alone over Christmas? Miles. 300 miles? 227,000. Yeah. Oh my God. Thousand miles of paper. That is equivalent to 50,000 trees. And most of the paper has plastic in it. So it goes to landfill. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously all that embellished, the sparkly stuff can't be recycled. And did you see that um, the landfill and the recycling isn't actually getting recycled, right? It's like A lot burned. of it isn't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's crazy. In terms of rubbish then, like just general rubbish bags, a hundred million bags go to landfills oh, every Christmas. Oh my gosh. Yep. I know. Um, Which again, like I, I've, I've seen Greenpeace. They're getting burnt. They're not... Oh, yeah, that's what happens in landfill. It's not getting recycled. This Which is, is landfill. Into... Oh, my God. No, this isn't recycled. This is landfill, like actual just to And the landfill bomb. gets just burnt? Yeah. Into the air? Or it just stays there, yeah. Or oh we ship it God. off. I'll come on to that in a okay. second, actually. Um, because this is a big problem, right? A lot of the extra spend that we have at Christmas, and we've sort of... You've already alluded to it, to be honest, is clothing and textiles, right? Yeah. And this is really concerning because, and you know, I said earlier, like this is a module that I teach at, at work. This is something I'm really interested in yeah. as an ex, like fast fashioner. Yeah, fast fashionista. Well, the textile industry is actually probably the most or one of the most environmentally damaging industries. Um, it produces an estimated of 92 million tons of waste every year. And this is actually a fact that I use with my students at the beginning of term to really like, you know, get them listening. Yeah. Every second. A truck of textiles is dumped into landfill That's every single crazy. second. So while we've been talking, you're talking what? Yeah, a hundred, a hundred uh, trucks of, of yeah. Because it's like even even if you buy an item and you're like, oh, I don't like it, give it to charity. Not all of the charity items get sold. So no, where do they go? Most of it goes to landfill. That's what I mean. And yeah, and I just think about like not even. Not even the aftermath of the item being... Like, that's awful. That's terrible. But you've also got to think about the making of these synthetic items. Absolutely. When you're washing them, the microplastics in the water. That We sound like such a... <laughs> no, no, but it's true. There's actually... Um, conspiracy... Th- <laughs> you know, but oh, there's nothing conspiratorial about it. No. It's fact. There's this... Um, the, like, dyes that they're using. The, like I said, the conditions that they're working in. And often the times where they're... The, the Our clothes that we wear and we put on our body is being polluted. It's not... Not our country. No, no, no. It's places like, you know, we had the Rana Plaza collapse in Bangladesh yeah. where like over a thousand people lost their lives. But every like, time you wash your item in a, your synthetic item with all these like microplastics in your washing machine, where do you think that's going? And same with like, sorry, but going off a tangent, same with like certain um, uh, beauty products or like, sham- not shampoos, body washes. Well, when they got their bombs, mic- like yeah. you say, they're absolute... Nightmare. Yeah, nightmare really for the water systems yeah. and like the rivers and things because it does, it goes straight into the rivers. 
Um, it is actually mad. There's That's actually... Um, every second. We That's watched crazy. this documentary in one of the seminars, not like the whole documentary, but some of it. There's a market in... Um, I can't remember which African country it was, but an African country, and they call it the, uh, the white dead man's market or right. something, words to that effect. Because essentially a lot of the clothes that we have, um, that, like you say, go to... Um, charity shops, mm -hmm. they we think they're going to like developing countries to help, but actually the quantity that is there is so crazy that they can't do anything with them. Like literally, again, they're just going to landfill. But the the locals of this place just presumed it was all these white people, these rich white people that were dying and they were getting all their clothes because the, the extent of it was just so much they couldn't imagine that it was just people buying stuff that they don't need while still alive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's quite a crazy thing, but... Moving on from cloves, let's quickly talk about food. How many mince pies do you reckon we eat at Christmas? <laughs> oh, God. I've no clue. <laughs> Go on, give it a bash. Um, mince pies? I've never had a mince... Well, I have had a mince pie once, actually. Um, I think a hundred... Thousand. No, fuck. <laughs> yeah, gone. <laughs> fuck it. 370 million. What? Yeah. 250 uh, million that nice. pints of lager. Free and, oh no, 35 million bottles of wine and 10 million turkeys, which is just crazy because as a nation, right, we eat 80% more food during Christmas than we do during the rest of the year. <laughs> and obviously with food production comes waste. waste. Yeah, mm. 230,000 tonnes of food is wasted during the Christmas period. Um, and actually, this is quite a cool fact. So the University of Manchester recently calculated that our combined Christmas dinners... Uh -huh. produce the same footprint as a car travelling 6,000 times around the world. Christ. I know. And it's I so know. hard because it's like Christmas is a time to splurge and you want to... I think I think what we're trying to say here is like you want to splurge and you want to get this food and you want to have a full fridge, but realistically, are you physically able to eat that much stuff that you're buying? Yes, that looks nice. Yes, that looks good. Oh, my God, I want to buy that. But actually, like... If there's just two of you, you don't need to have that mad full exactly, fridge. You exactly. Can, you can still enjoy and, and indulge at a reasonable rate. It's doing it in a way that is mindful and conscious of your impact, isn't it? So let's get some uh, let's get some little tips. How do you think we could like minimise our, our consumption and just be a bit more sustainable over Christmas? Let's fire some little, little ideas our way. I mean, first of all, I mean, thinking about food, I guess eating vegetarian not all christmas i know people love their meat but even just replacing a couple of your meat usual meat options with vegetarian is you, really helpful you know what that um this uh i, I tried it. it as well you know i'm not a big fan of the joint did you not it tasted like spam and it was delicious i thought it was just very herby it was oh, did you yeah. see i really really liked it I'm having, oh, yeah i loved fair. it i'm a big fan it's of the basically this like Chicken, it's like fake chicken, fake chicken, chicken joint, joint with the with stuffing in it. Yeah, really no, good. We did get it. I didn't love it, but I mean, it's still nice. Yeah, still nice. I mean, there's other ways you can you can do it, but like, hit me with some then. What are other ways that you can be more sustainable? Um, well, this is something I love to do. So the next day, um, with your roast, make a bloody sandwich. Bloody! Sam oh my god! Like a breakfast. A bloody! Roast. I don't know why I said bloody. A bloody a roast sandwich. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. So good. And then you're not throwing away your your leftovers, and it's like this nice soggy, but like crunchy. Mm. You got good bread, and you can bite that sandwich. Delicious. Or like Bridget Jones turkey curry buffet. You know, turkey curry buffet. Get creative with the stuff. Like, don't just bin your sprouts. There's so many ways you can like you can fry them. You can slice. And you them. can actually freeze a lot you of it. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze a lot of it. 
Um, it's also in really little changes, like, you know, if you've got to buy these sort of electronic toys for your kids or anything like that, then using rechargeable batteries, getting low wattage Christmas lights, because obviously that's a huge impact as well, like all the Christmas lights. Um, buying, um, you know, like eco wrapping paper and stuff yeah. like that, or even just wrapping it in material, in tea towels, in bandanas, yeah, that's something what we like that. do um, at house. It's so lovely. And I sometimes like to get like um, a stencil. And I sent oh, all the nice. like um, brown paper. I did not do that this year because coming up to the end of the PhD. Yeah. Um, rent a Christmas tree. Yes, that's a cool. new one that I came across this year because um, you know actually when when you do compare them, real Christmas trees are more environmentally friendly. But actually, you can rent them now, which is even better. You get them in the pot, you give them back, which is what amazing. What do they do with it in the pot? Just keep growing them? Yeah. Oh, I guess they replant them. Oh, cool. And then you pot them again for the next Christmas. Yeah. So I think that's really cool. That's really, really I cool. I mean, I imagine it's quite expensive, but it's definitely worth considering. Um, Try to reduce uh, your travel. I know, obviously, we I know, I'm are, so guilty of that. I know, same. But I guess, think about, is there a possibility that you can maybe all come together in one spot? Yeah. Um, rather than like you going here, here or car here. share as well or to car some share. to some bits because even though we have to do the big miles in between houses, when we're in those locations, we could probably do a bit less because one study found that actually just driving twenty miles less, like if each family, so not even if each person, if each family drove twenty miles less, um, it could lead to a one million ton reduction of greenhouse gas. Which is pretty yeah. amazing, you know, That's like if you so just good. didn't do as many runs around to the shop or whatever when you're actually yeah. in the place that you're It's visiting. so bad as well. I drive on Christmas Day, which I just think, do I need to? But... Well, I just you do. See my mom. Yeah, you um, do need yeah. to. Yeah. And I think that's fine. And that's it. Like, you know, we do have <laughs> the way life is. Sometimes Christmas is the one thing you look forward to. Like, you have a grueling year, you look forward to Christmas. So it is important you can still enjoy it and do all the things that you need to do. But it's just doing them in a slightly more conscious way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Think about it. We obviously shared um, my amusing <laughs> story about regifting. Maybe don't re on your your dad <laughs> yeah. shattering a thirteen year old's I ambitions. Know. Um, re but still do it. Still yeah. do it. Um, Just do it a bit more thoughtfully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just do it carefully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you've got a little game to finish off for us, right? I do. I do. And I'm excited for this because Emily won't tell me anything about it. I thought it'd be really fun to go through some um, product reviews on things that people bought and um i thought it'd be nice for you to try and guess did oh you gosh. quiz me i'm gonna be bad at this yeah. <laughs> yeah yes you are i think it's gonna be really impossible um so i'm gonna read reviews ridiculous reviews and you're gonna have to guess what product it is okay and obviously i'm gonna um blank out the the words that might like tell what it is you know how competitive i am though so i know i'm gonna be so sad if i don't get these so we've got the first review it's five star and it's titled the best right listeners you gotta play along with us I've eaten blank and loved it since childhood. When my sisters and I used to squabble over who would start the jar first and break that glossy surface, it somehow became a tradition. The 500 gram size my I mate. recent Yeah. Easy, mate. Yeah. I'm you easy. Um, he <laughs> Sorry, I was so excited. I didn't no, even let no, you it's okay. no, it's okay. <laughs> the last bit was... I must buy Marmite. I can't have as that horrible past fright. There's no more Marmite. It is tragic. That scared when... me to death. <laughs> it's so sad when you go to the cupboard and there's no more Marmite. And that Marmite replied saying, we're grateful you like your product. <laughs> is that all they said? Yeah. He goes, oh, honestly, the review is ridiculously long, so I'm glad you interrupted me. 
Okay, next. We've got five stars. Um, and the title is, Hoping It Be Crap, and this would slip out an electrocutor. <laughs> okay, five stars for that. Um, got this for my mother-in-law for bath time. Oh my God, see, I was thinking something else. And then when you said mother-in-law, I thought, no, it can't be that. Okay, go <laughs> well, on. Well, it might be. <laughs> Hoping it be crap and it would slip out an electrocutor. So far, this bloody thing is staying in one piece. Grateful blank, crap for murder. Oh my God, what is that? I was thinking maybe something like a bubbler, like a bubble maker or like... A, a, an in-bath shower? I mean, sorry, an in-bath radio? Or... <laughs> no, right, you can't. Or... Final. Oh. What's your final answer? Oh, I don't know. That's too hard. What is it? It is a um, waterproof case cover for her Kindle. Oh, so, clever. So, great for waterproof and a Kindle, crap for murder. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. Got it. Okay, next one, five star. Some people are liking these products. And just as good product. <laughs> Forgot about this one. <laughs> Makes my farts sound louder. Um, this, the blank, must have acted as an interlocking silencer. I give this a big thumbs up, five out of five. But what, it makes their <laughs> farts sound louder or silent? My, makes my farts sound louder. Five out of five. Do you want me to give you, you, I'll give you, I'll give you the blank. Okay. Makes my fart sound louder. The hair must have acted as an interlocking silencer. Oh, is it hair removal cream? (laughs) (laughs) It's weak for men. Oh my God. (laughs) Personal care. Oh my God, that's so good. So funny. Um, Okay, one star. And it's titled... There are no wolves in this movie. Wolves or wolves? Wolves. Like, oh, yeah. Wolves. Wolves. Wol- I can't wolf. say it about sound like there Danny no Dyer. Wolves. How would you say it? Wolves? Wolves. <laughs> it sounds wolves. so. Wolves. wolves. And um, the review is just there were no wolves in the movie with a sad face. Um, what? <laughs> One star. There were no wolves in the movie. So a film that's meant to be about wolves but wasn't. Wolverine. <laughs> no. No. Oh, that's quite a good answer. That's very good. The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, oh, that's probably a better answer. Yeah. Okay. Give me one more. Oh, one more. We've got two more. Oh, come two on. more. Okay. Um, come on. This one, if you don't get, honestly, I don't know what she you're says, doing. With the answer in front of it. Yeah. Okay. I actually don't know. I didn't get the how many stars. Oh, five stars. Um, and they said, warning. Don't want um, don't want your spouse to smack you, your kids to kick your shins, then avoid this album at all costs. You'll ignore them all. Brushing off this warning may cause severe feel-good feelings. You may experience a spell of charisma, nostalgia, intrigue, etc. Once you've reached elation, forget calling for help. The addiction has now taken you. An album. Yeah. Oh, this is so hard. This isn't fair. What are you doing? What have you done throughout the Christmas holiday? Eat. (laughs) (laughs) Have you worked? No. What have you done? Rested. Have you taken a break? Take a break. Hamilton! Yay! (laughs) And last but not least, 
This one's ridiculous. Oh God, we got there in the end, didn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fake fan. Absolute fake fan. Fuck off. I'm going to see it again in a couple of weeks. I'm so <laughs> I know, I bet you are. Five star, great product. Um, my husband has never allowed me to blank as he doesn't want me touching blank. However, when I saw this product, I decided to buy it using my own pocket money. And so far, it has been fabulous. Once I had learned to blank, the feminine color and grip size was more suited to my delicate little hands, has enabled me to vent my thoughts about new recipe ideas, sewing and gardening. My husband is less pleased with this product as he believes it will lead to more independence and he hates my... (laughs) The feminine tingling sensation, along with the vision of fairies and rainbows he gets whenever he picks it up. What the actual flying folk? Firstly, why does she have pocket money? I don't understand. Um, I actually have no clue whatsoever. <laughs> First, I was thinking, is it like a cookbook? Right. But then I was thinking, like, is it an... I actually have no idea. Listeners, <laughs> no please idea. tell me you don't know either, because this is so hard, and I do not enjoy losing right now. <laughs> she's this stressing me out. She's like, that's why she's like, one more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a Bic pen for her. So it's a pen set, but it's like... A fucking pen? It's a pen set, and it, it's labelled for her. No, so I'm pens sorry. for her. That is ludicrous. <laughs> that is a ludicrous review. Who a the ball, hell has written ball, that? It's obviously satire, and they're like, they're like, why the fuck do you need pens for her? Oh, so that's why she's writing this like satir- satire. Like, my husband has never allowed me to write, because oh. he doesn't want me touching men's pens. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. Okay, okay. Um, once I'd learned to write. <laughs> so the moral of that story, guys, is never buy your female friend or lover a big pen for her. For her, yeah. Just Does it need no. for her? Just no. It's like the same, like, um, just for men. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm using it. Do you remember when Yorkies were just for men? Oh, my God. I yeah, no women are that same. Same, like, such rebellion. I'll have a Yorkie. <laughs> oh, I'm Mally. Yeah. I'll have a Yorkie. She had, like, a, a, a picture of a woman yeah. crossed out on it. Yorkies, they're not for they're girls. They're not for girls. What? <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, so I guess wrapping up the we'll Wrap us up, then. You got one out of one. No, I didn't. Yeah, I swear you did. No, I didn't. You got maybe two. Whatever. Okay, (laughs) actional things. Wrap us up. What have we learned? Um, We've learned a lot. I think when providing, (laughs) we learned a lot. And um, I guess be more conscious when you're consuming. So, what I do, and I'm definitely going to take some things away from this um, in terms of maybe renting a Christmas tree or uh, doing stuff like that. Maybe trying to travel less. That's definitely something I can work Mm. on. Um, But Things that I've learned throughout the years is ask someone what they actually want for Christmas um, because then that's what they actually want and you can get them for there and they'll use it. Um, make a list throughout the year of things that they've mentioned they need, um, not what they want. <laughs> so Well, it can be both, it can I be know both. what you mean. Yeah, as in like when throughout the year, if my mum says, oh, I really like, and she, she keeps repeating it, like, oh, I'd really need some, like my shoes are falling apart for the gardening. I will write that on the list and I'll have a long list that I can pick. And if they're still relevant now, then they probably are yeah. something they want and need. Um, get crafty and make something for someone, honestly. Like my gorgeous little stocking that you crocheted for me. Yeah, I crocheted a little stocking and put some Rolos in it for um, Molly. <laughs> I forgot your name. <laughs> for that girl that's out over there. That's for whoever that is. Yeah. Really shit at answering questions. Um, and go on some secondhand sites and try and find it that way. I know I um, I did all my shopping on Vinted for Vin. And yeah. It doesn't mean that he liked it less. Actually, no? I got some, and you can buy some brand new stuff on Vinted that people are just yeah, you and know. 
I think one thing with that is, and this is for me really, is I know that in the past when I've been able to get things cheaper or like secondhand and stuff like that, I'm like, oh, well, that means I can just get them more. And I think you can't fall into that trap. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You can't think like, oh, because that was cheaper or like, or whatever. It means that I can just buy them twice as much stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like it's thinking about that. And yeah, I totally agree with those points. Just another thing I guess to add as well is, question yourself as in like why am I buying that gift is it because I feel obliged to spend a certain amount of money is it because I feel like I have to really be be a bit critical about how you're spending your money and what you're spending it on and like I know um you know I always used to buy my niece and nephews like loads of stuff because I wanted them to think wow Auntie Moles bought us loads and that and I thought why am I doing that I don't need to buy their love and you know I've really dialed it back like this year I got them way less than I ever have before mainly because there's so many of them now like they're just multiplying yeah but you know what I mean it's like thinking to yourself okay why am I doing that they're not going to love you any more or less the more gifts you buy exactly you know next year I'm making I'm gonna try and make all my gifts yeah so I'll sorry. Look to that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> should we get some inspiration? I think we should. What's the one thing you learned the most about this episode? Sorry, I'm just curious. Um, What's the one thing you're taking away? The one thing I'm taking away, probably I know I could be more eco in terms of like um the, the wrapping and all that sort of stuff. Okay. I think that's a big one. I mean, I already eat quite sustainably, I would say. Yeah. Um, the travel is a big one. Mm. I'll definitely try and minimise that. Um yeah, I think they're probably like the key things. I guess, yeah, and sorry, just for the fashion people out there, you don't need a new outfit for New Year's. You don't need... Yeah, the Christmas Day outfit. It's all over Instagram, isn't it? Like, get your Christmas Day outfit. And I love... But I love dressing up for Christmas... Um, I do it. I but wear I mean, like you don't need a new one. But I, mean. I don't. I like. I I wear the same stuff, but I like change it up. You've got you've got enough stuff. You've if you've got green and red in your wardrobe, you're fine. You can mix it up. And, yeah. And mostly, you want to be comfortable. You're probably going to change into those pajamas that someone. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Oh, I guess that's for next year. <laughs> <laughs> this is all for next year. <laughs> yeah. Let's, right, get, let's get some, some inspo. Here's a quote for you. (laughs) Is that my accent? Yeah, basically. This is um, by Peg Bracken, who I've had a little look and was an American author. Um, She used to write sort of humorous books about cooking and housekeeping and etiquette in the early 20th century. She would hate us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. We can be funny. Yeah, but Um, not (laughs) we do not have etiquette. Well, I think that's a Have you not seen those videos on TikTok of like, what a girl, what a woman should do? And it's basically like nothing. And you can't talk about poo or go into the... No, you're not allowed to talk about the toilet. Well, I imagine if her rights, are, if her rights, if her books are humorous, I wonder if they were a bit satirical, like taking the piss out of yeah, it. Yeah, I hope so. But let's check, let's find yeah. out. But for now, we've just got a quote. So um, Pe- Peg, old Peg, she says, gifts of time and love are surely the basic ingredients of a truly merry Christmas. So there we go. Next year, guys, we can uh, process everything today. Have a think about it for next year. And uh, yeah, I think I'll do things a bit differently next year. Yeah, you can take this into... I definitely will. And you can take this into the new year and like how you can... It doesn't have to just apply to Christmas, does it? No, of course not. This has been Super Genius. (laughs) Oh my God. See you in the new year, guys. See you in the new year. Oh my God. Crazy. Crazy. 2024.